2: The other day with his black heart and cloven hooves and horns coming out of his head um, announced allegedly that Facebook was going to get into the whole dating thing. So the service on Facebook will allow people older than 18 to create a dating profile separate from their main profile. Mm. And it's invisible to their friends. So, you know, not everybody's seeing it that shows potential matches of other people on Facebook based on common interests, dating preferences, location, mutual friends, etc. but th- so this is similar to other dating things that have existed in social media except for it's just massively larger pool obviously with Facebook yes. than anything anybody's even come close to in terms of and and the amount of data. So, gazillions more people and way more data. If Zuckerberg gets good at this, This could end up being the biggest thing Facebook does.
4: I wonder. The absolutely delightful headline in the Washington Post, Facebook's dating service is a chance to meet the catfisher, advertiser, or scammer of your dreams. (laughs) Drew Harwell co-wrote it with the fabulous Elizabeth Dwoskin. Drew joins us now. Hello, Drew. How are you? Hey, good. How are you? Uh, we're terrific. So listen, uh, again, kudos to you or the editors for that headline. <laughs> Is there anything particularly scary about Facebook getting into dating services, or are dating services just prone to, you know, catfishing, etc.?
3: I think they are prone to catfish. I, I think the internet is prone to catfishing and scamming. You, you see that everywhere. But I think your point about Facebook being so huge is an important one. I mean, there are so many more people on Facebook, billions, billions of people around the world. Um, it's, a, it's a much wider age range. It's a much um, wider sort of experience range with people who, um, you know, people who would never have heard of Tinder or something like that are on Facebook. So it's, it's opening this kind of dating scene to a whole new swath of people. And Let's also remember that the stuff that Facebook knows about us is way more in depth than sure. the dating services. So it, on a on a Tinder, you may have your, fa- your your photo and your biography. Facebook knows years and years of your life.
2: It just seems like they could be so much better at this than anybody else ever has been. I I don't have to date. Thank God I'm married. But if I did, and I'm I'm I've never done an online dating thing. I'm not a Facebook pers- person, but I could see being attracted to this just because of their their scale. It's just amazing.
3: Oh, absolutely. I think there's a huge opportunity here. And because there are so many more people on Facebook, there's, there's a wider dating pool, potentially. Um, uh, you know, I, I think it could be actually really big. And, you know, Mark Zuckerberg talks about how people have been using Facebook as a de facto dating service for a long time. So True. this isn't really anything super new for Facebook, but the fact that they're leaning into it and really trying to uh, build into people's love lives, I, I think is fascinating. And
4: so that they can sink the hook deeper and deeper into the American mouth and, and get more and more debt on us and profit more mightily from it. Mark Zuckerberg doesn't want me to find love. He wants to make enormous piles of money. I think we need to keep this in mind.
3: Yeah, I think that's a good point. I mean, Facebook really wants to be everything for everyone. in the same way that Amazon wants to be the everything store, Facebook wants to have every every piece of your life have some Facebook element into it. And for a lot of people, they like that. Um, but, you know, you do have to ask now that they're getting into romance, people's love lives, people's desires and interests, and their romantic partners. I mean, there's a huge advertising uh, element there. But there's also a data element there in that How comfortable are we with having one company that knows so much about us? Not.
4: Mr. Zuckerberg, do you plan on using all of this additional information to blackmail people and extort them? Senator, I'll have to have my team get back to you on that. But I'd be happy to help. Senator, come on!
2: I think one of the interesting things about, I've always thought about the whole uh, online dating thing or classified ads back in the day or however you did it is, I think a lot of us, if you were presented with uh, the data on the person you ended up dating or, or, or got married to without a picture, you might not have chosen them. You don't have similar musical tastes or food tastes or or this or that. Mm. But there's something human beings don't even quite understand, I don't think, that brings us together. And then like really, really core views on the world that are, that are similar but don't have anything to do with music and food and TV shows.
3: Yeah, no, that's a fantastic point. And, you know, you can look at somebody's Facebook profile who, who you actually know the person um, and, and looking at the information that they've actually put out there, favorite movies or status right. updates. You might not like that person. You know, I think that's that's the way with me. If people just knew me from, you know, the few bands I liked 10 years ago, they might not get the full picture. So that's the other part of it. I mean, Facebook knows a lot about us, but it also doesn't. I mean, it also doesn't really get the full flavor of your personality. But, I mean, that's the thing with dating services. You get a photo, you you take a chance on on a lot of people. So Facebook is just hoping that sort of people take a chance in their own walls as opposed to somewhere else.
4: Drew Harwell of the Washington Post, big hair metal guy, followed Poison on an entire tour. (laughs) (laughs) back in the day, Cinderella was opening, (laughs) Drew writes about AI and big data for the WAPO, among other things.
2: A lot of dating things they've had trouble with, like Craigslist had to shut down their personal stuff because the government changed the laws on who gets blamed for uh, prostitution. Any chance Facebook runs uh, into those problems or prostitutes are getting into this? Probably not, since it's your Facebook profile.
3: You know, you never know. Scammers are always the first to find the holes in these systems. Um, they're just good at it. And I'm just
2: a hot 20-year-old who really wants an old, fat guy with a lot of money.
3: <laughs> Beautiful. <laughs> yeah. Whenever there's a financial incentive, scammers will find a way.
4: True. Yeah. So um, uh, you quote Kevin Lee, who's the trust and safety architect of the fraud detection startup SIFT Science. Um, And he also used to work for uh, Facebook, and and he seems at least a little concerned. What did he say in your conversation with him?
3: Well, he said financial fraud is a huge problem in, in dating services, um, and and you see it on Facebook too, where people will create these fake profiles with you know this beautiful woman or this hunky guy, and they'll start friending. You know, Sift uh, Science found that you know 70% of these financial frauds were women. It was older women in the Midwest or something who were getting this hunky guy, you know, starting a relationship and then starting to ask for money, starting to ask for credit card numbers. It happens all the time. M- millions of dollars get lost from from stuff like this. So now you have Facebook that's actively putting people together, strangers together in this you know intimate way, um, and and the SIP folks are saying this is going to be even worse. I mean, this is a problem that you know it's hard to really know who you're talking to. It's hard to, to vouch for the people, and if they've got you know the kind of clean look of what Facebook is allowing, you know, maybe more people are going to get defrauded in this way. Well, it's, it's something they're trying to keep an eye out for.
2: Now, if you end up defrauded or in the trunk of a car, blame Mark Zuckerberg, I guess. <laughs> uh, how happy is Mark Zuckerberg that we're talking about this? instead of the fact that he's a liar. Isn't it true? <laughs> Isn't it absolutely true that when he made that statement that uh, people's private information is one of our top concerns? That's just a lie. It was not before until he got caught, correct?
3: I mean, you know, they have a different way of thinking about it. For, for them, I mean, F- Facebook does do these things because I think they they think they're coming from a right place. So, I, you know, when they say they want to care about people's private private data, that may be a different level of concern than you have with your own private data. I mean, for Facebook, they, they want to know as much about you <laughs> as possible because they say they want to have the best, give you the best ads and get the best ad prices from the marketers. Well, right. The so, guy from so Cambridge
2: Analytica said on 60 Minutes, he said, in Silicon Valley, we all believed you knew we were doing this and didn't care. <laughs> so.
3: Oh, yeah, absolutely. Because that was how Facebook ran for many years. And it wasn't just Cambridge Analytica and those researchers. There are lots of services that got lots of data from people because that was... That was the rules of the road, and Facebook allowed it for a long time. They thought it would. They thought it helped their system, but now we're looking back and saying, "Holy crap! You know, that was a lot of um, a lot of data that went away from people's control that they." Probably didn 't know what was happening they they may not even really consented um, in in sort of a fully knowing way, so um, you know looking back we we may look back at the dating service and and say the same thing so um, but we 're right at the start of it, so it's it 's really going to remain to be seen how how people are going to use this and if people end up liking how it how it works
4: just to hammer your previous point for one more second, the great untruth uh, that I will never forget coming out of mark zuckerberg 's mouth, and I will never believe a thing he says is uh, he implied or stated explicitly that the Cambridge Analytical people and the developer, et cetera, they were a unique situation when according to them and people in the know they were not unique at all that's the way facebook ran so that was an incredible untruth final question for me to drew harwell is drew have you looked at any of the comments on your article this morning
3: oh no uh, not not this morning why what am i missing Here,
4: here's my favorite one so far any resulting children from a match would be owned by facebook <laughs>
3: Any dating and
4: procreative activities must be posted on your timeline for future use by Facebook advertisers and Emmer data, The new Cambridge Analytica. Read those terms and conditions, folks.
1: <laughs> that's yeah, hilarious.
4: That's
3: why you, got, you got to read the privacy policy first. You don't. You never know what you're giving away.
4: That's right. Drew Harwell of the Washington Post, national technology reporter covering AI and big data. Drew, great to talk to you, man. Well done. Hey, thank you. Thanks. That's hilarious. Yeah. We had children, Facebook
2: people, show up at the door. We're here to take your children. We're what?
4: here to take our children, you is what they'd say. didn't read
2: the agreement? Mm-hmm. These children are ours and now work for Facebook for no pay. It's called slavery.
4: What's wrong with having your big brother set you up on a date? <laughs> That's another comment that I like. <laughs> I'll sign up for this right after I open a Wells Fargo account. Good one. <laughs> Whoops, already signed up. That's a good comment there. Nice comment yeah. on the comment. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. That's hilarious. That is funny.
2: <laughs> but my point remains that I, I... What is your point? The The criteria that, that that usually seems to get used in any sort of... Or even like putting people together. But... um. You know, music, restaurants, sure. whatever. It, yeah. it just,
4: none of that's the stuff, or rarely is the stuff that it's, actually. It's millions of years old chemistry that, you know, there's obviously some signs of compatibility that you can sense with the whole, you know, I like comedies, she likes comedies, or something. But, I mean. <laughs> My wife, who I adore, I mean, I love her more than ever. We've been together for 30-some years. She sits stone-faced, watching The Simpsons, smiles occasionally. There's no way we could even be, like, friendly acquaintances, right? Or my taste in music back in the day and hers. I mean, just forget it.
2: My wife hates barbecue. I mean, where do you even start? (sighs) And she likes Indian food. With
4: checking her credentials as an American.
2: And she likes Indian food, which (gasps) I... I'd rather eat practically anything
4: than that. Tell her, go back where you came from, which is like two counties over, right? Clear Lake. (laughs) Um, Anyway, so we got
2: clips of the week coming up in just a little bit. My point is that stuff, the stuff that usually gets used as uh, putting people together doesn't matter, so I'm not sure how good it is. Yeah, I wonder. I don't know. Probably why you end up going on a lot of dates, and then the magical chemistry that nobody understands either happens or it doesn't. Regardless of whether you like the same band, even with my like male friends, regularly don't like the same music or food or any of that sort of stuff. The way we group together is more complicated than we think. Sure, makes life interesting though. Uh, so yeah, clips of the week and other stuff on the way. On the, a bunch of text on the
4: Armstrong and Getty show. Hey there. Did I mention the school superintendent who got busted for pooping on the football field? You did. <clears throat> Good. Uh, a couple more stories we ought to get to. The, remember that Los Gatos teacher who had a uh, quiz scheduled for the big anti gun walkout? Well, he's been thrown out on uh, leave, apparently, a leave of absence. Uh, in Los Gatos schools, I have a feeling I know what's going on there. He dared depart from the prevailing point of view of his age and is being punished for it. Probably wouldn't back down. Great teacher, good man, veteran of the Marine Corps, etc. Yeah. You don't get to be you don't get to think independently. Mr What's your name? Mr. Kissner? How dare you?
2: Well, maybe you can uh, change things through voting. The California ballots are out, according to this texter. Who should I vote for? A graphic artist? Virtual reality manager? Recording artist? Puppeteer? Marketplace minister? Or someone going by Thomas Jefferson Cares for governor?
4: Wow. Many choices. The puppeteer, clearly. Pull the strings of government. (laughs)
2: Got some. <laughs> I got some other good texts, but maybe after the cow, we'll do those on a variety of topics
4: we've talked about throughout the morning. Oh, yeah, we had to put it off for a little bit uh, in favor of our interview with the gent from the whoop-ho, but it's time to take a fond look back at the week that was. It's cow clips of the week.
2: Everybody talking about Kanye West. Yeah, yeah. beat Whoopity scoop. Okay, he can never top that. And then he comes along and he tops it.
1: Oh, you hear about slavery for 400 years? For 400 years? That sounds like a choice. Oh, I love it. I don't want to say I did this. I don't want to take all the credit.
5: Hi, beautiful. Do you want to tell me, Rob? I'm, I'm
2: always in party mode.
5: Okay.
1: He didn't know about said. the specifics of it. I hope they keep talking. It's not campaign money. Rudy, you're not helping. Okay. Funnel through the him, and the president repaid.
5: That's unethical.
1: Oh,
4: I didn't know he did. Yeah.
2: As Mayor Giuliani stated. Sorry. It's just the
3: way it is. This is bad news.
4: Incels, I'm not trying to rub it in your face. Actually, I guess no one's trying to rub it in your face. That's part of the whole problem. I just want somebody
0: to punch him in the face.
3: Armstrong and Getty.
4: Exactly the wrong show for these times. <laughs> On that topic, kind of a mixed grill there at the end, <laughs> little pork, little cow.
2: On that topic of being the wrong show for these times, which we talked about earlier, because uh, I haven't heard anybody anywhere, for instance, say Rudy's gone off the rails, and the Stormy Daniels thing is way overblown or ridiculous. The right. Stormtrooper comment
0: in particular about
2: how
4: over yeah, the top uh, that yeah, it yeah, was inexcusable. Yeah, yeah and all of it. And
2: there's a witch hunt. <laughs>
4: They're um, both true. Uh,
2: Howard Kurtz on Sunday on Fox is the closest to what you do. He probably is, and it's a very low-rated, hardly-watched-one-show-on-a-weekend. It's unwatchable! Killing-time show, which I watch every week because I like it. But there's, there doesn't seem to be a lot of uh, market share in, uh, in sometimes thinking uh, your side is in the wrong. What are you
4: trying to do with this segment?
2: I don't know. I don't know.
4: Well, no, I don't I've, have any idea. I've long thought it'd be interesting to do something else for a living. <laughs> Apparently, Jack is moving to... No, it's, it's an ironic statement. It's a joke. Exactly the wrong... We're exactly the right show for these times. Well, they're actually... And soon, soon people will realize it.
2: Well... Yeah, the late night hosts have certainly, the cable news channels have clearly put all their money and their eggs in the basket of pick a side. So of the late night hosts pick a side. It's surprising to me. There actually was a major uh, um, research project done on what people want. And the way we're doing it is what was at the top of the research project. Right. Yeah. I don't see anybody else doing it, though.
4: Well, we're ahead of our time. Hmm. Uh, a couple other like Galileo and... Others. <laughs> we got a bunch of texts. So
2: earlier we Glad had in the show. i appreciated
4: that one, Sean.
2: <laughs> earlier in the show, we had a bu- uh, uh, the, the, the stat that one out of three women, married women, take off their wedding ring in a job interview.
4: Yes. Shocking. Harlots. Trying to, you, you. Know, temptress it's, not you. it's
2: not that. What? It's not that at all. We got a bunch of these. My wife takes off her wedding ring at job interviews. It's got to do with the perception that her family having of having a higher priority than her job. Or she won't be willing to stay later, travel for required. It's just, it's just a good idea. We got tons of those from women saying, "Oh yeah, I've always done that." They're going to be wow. afraid I have a kid or that I have other priorities. Wow. Yeah. So it's uh,
4: that's not really uncommon. interesting. Yeah. I'd like to retract my previous uh, ill-considered, uh, untempered, distempered. Uh, illegitimate, impolite, idiotic comments.
2: Not one person said, "Yeah, I do it because they, if they think they've got a shot with me, maybe they'll hire me." Nobody said that.
4: Well, that was an unfortunate surmise
5: <laughs> on my part. <laughs> yes, yes, it
4: was.
2: <laughs> what are our uh, What's coming up in your news, Marshall?
5: All right, we got Trump saying he's really, really, really looking forward to meeting with Special Counsel Mueller. Another black eye for the VA, and getting ready to fire up the Cannabis Cup Awards this weekend. The Cannabis Cup Awards? Yes. And Cinco de Mayo. And the National Guarding, yes.
0: Naked Gardening Day. This weekend is, oh and, my goodness. And don't forget Kentucky the race, the horse race. Right. Yeah, yeah, oh my, oh.
2: You I know what know. it is? It's turnt. It's just full of debauchery. Is it, is it turnt? It's fully turnt. Okay. Clearly. Full of debauchery. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'll see you guys on Monday, or maybe I won't. Yeah, exactly. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Marshall's News coming up on the Armstrong and Getty Show. On the Facebook dating, etc., from the text line, guys, when my wife and I met through an 80s local singles magazine, we talked by phone for two weeks before actually seeing what each other looked like at our first meeting. Huh. That foundation led to 26 years of happy marriage so far. Had and they we... were in their 80s when they met. <laughs> it was in the 80s. Oh,
4: sorry. <laughs> so
2: they're like 110 now. Big hair, Motley Crue. Mm. Uh, had we seen pictures of each other before the two weeks of talking on the phone, we both admitted we probably would have never Had initiated the first phone call. So they both say, if I had seen a picture of you, I wouldn't have called you.
4: Duh, that's a both sweet compliment there. <laughs> no kidding. I can hardly stand to look at you, but I love you.
2: But they talked for two weeks. That was enough of an attraction. Right.
4: There you go. Right. Funny how lesson. those chemicals work, huh? It's a lesson.
2: Your mileage may vary. <laughs> yeah, yeah. True. Um, news now with Marshall Phillips.
5: Well, President Trump said he'd love to talk to Special Counsel Robert Mueller, but he wants, he wants to make sure he's going to be treated fairly.
1: Nobody wants to speak more than me. In fact,
5: against my lawyers, because most lawyers, they never speak on anything. I would love to speak, because we've done nothing wrong. Trump making the comment to reporters at the White House shortly before making a trip to Dallas for an NRA convention. Mueller, of course, investigating Russian interference in the 2016 election. And anything else he comes across. Trump has reportedly called Mueller's probe a witch hunt and insisted there was no collusion between his campaign and Russia. I'm big on uh, catching and releasing witches.
2: (laughs) (laughs) As opposed to uh, burning them?
4: Right, them, eating (laughs) them. Right, Right. putting their pelt on my wall.
5: A group of doctors and nurses blasting the VA Medical Center in Loma Linda, California the Orange County Register reporting that a complaint was filed in February and only recently made public. In it, the whistleblowers claim the hospital covered up an outbreak of Legionnaires disease and asked the Secretary of Veterans Affairs to investigate. A few weeks after that complaint was filed, the federal authorities reportedly gathered up patient records from the facility why it's as if
4: giant government bureaucracies are wasteful and abusive no matter what you do and they release that information or how much
2: scrutiny they get and they release that information from february just now why yes. why why weren't we allowed to know that to know that it's something we pay for yep. as taxpayers yep. that's unbelievable
5: yep hey by the way uh elon musk tesla's ceo has gone on a bit of a rant this morning He has been on Twitter defending his actions during a conference call that caused the company to lose 6% of shares, value of shares, in two days. During that conference call on Wednesday, Musk was critical of certain questions that he was being asked by analysts, calling them dry and then skipping over them. After he did that, the analysts put the shares on hold, and boom, the stock value dropped. Bye. So, Musk went on a Twitter rant this morning promising anyone betting against the company will regret it down the line. I don't actually know where the Tesla thing's going to end up. I don't know.
4: With an unbelievable success story, revolutionize the auto business. Every garage will have one, and it'll be good for America. Elon, you can send me a Model S anytime. Any color you want is fine. I'm not picky. So, you own Tesla stock? I, w- I would like to. I have in the past. Mm-hmm another interesting thing about
0: tesla is that they don't really do advertising right they don't they don't have dealerships with their cars and showrooms Mm -hmm. they they it's all kind of just word of mouth and and tech people falling in love with the technology and
5: spreading it that way which i think is kind of interesting and today my friends marks the start of a big first for california now that marijuana is legal in the state. Yes, it took a lot of discussion at Sacramento City Hall this week to convince council members the state fairgrounds should be the place to host the first cannabis cup in the U.S. where you can buy and smoke weed at the same place, not only in the same place, but in a public space. So like the state fair has a wine area, they're going to have a a weed area? Exactly. Exactly. Cannabis cup? Yes. Sounds like a horse race no, or a no, golf no, tournament. No, no, no. It's an award show. You, oh, okay. You, you know, uh, judges come out. For they, good weed. Yes. They sample the various kinds of marijuana.
4: Wow, and, so you can get a
5: double gold or whatever right? for your uh, you know, acapulco gold. I
0: have heard uh, noted marijuana enthusiast Joe Rogan talk about how he has been judges at these things, and he says, after about the first one, I have no idea what's going on. Right. <laughs> <laughs> right. It's, it's just That's a whatever, man. <laughs> yeah,
5: High, High Times Magazine organizes the Cannabis uh, Cup and awards and trade show where growers bud and edible producers and dispensaries have a chance to show off their goods so that's coming up this weekend along with cinco de mayo and so many other celebrations you've forgotten uh, naked gardening day marshall naked gardening day as well as saturday that's your news i'm marshall phillips the armstrong and getty show the conscience of the nation of free nation
4: oh squawky that is the sound of freedom
2: the petering out is coming up. Or we'll put the button on a week, huh? Like
5: a rainy
2: Super. This week needs a button on old it old is what old it old needs. Day. A bow. Mm. A few sprinkles on top with a cherry.
4: Some bizarre sorterial donut yeah. am I eating here. <laughs> <laughs> a Snickers bar is not a sprinkle. <laughs> <laughs> Again, one of the great Apu lines of all time from the Simpsons.
2: <laughs> So we'll finish strong. Our text line is 415-295-KFTC. You're listening to the Armstrong and Getty Show.
4: Armstrong
5: and Getty.
4: The conscience of the nation. The Armstrong
5: and
4: Getty Show. Now I... I finally have time to do what I've always wanted. Write the great American novel. Mine is about a futuristic amusement park where dinosaurs are brought to life through advanced cloning techniques. I call it Billy and the Clonosaurus. Oh, you have got to be kidding, sir. First you think of an idea that has already been done,
0: and then you give it a title that nobody could possibly like. Didn't you think this was... It a bestseller best. list for
1: 18 months. Every magazine cover had popular it. popular movies of all time, sir. What were what you thinking? <laughs>
4: I mean, thank y'all. Come again. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the great Apu, American institution. An object of cruel and racist mockery. <laughs> we haven't really talked about this much. Some people there's a there was a uh, a documentary out. The problem with Apu. Oh right, yeah, I haven't um, seen uh, it. Uh, among other things, uh, little Indian American kids are often called Apu and that sort of thing. Apparently, I haven't seen the documentary I'd, I'd probably find it more interesting than I think right now because that's how documentaries are generally. Um, <laughs> Matt it's Graining, another thing Matt Groening, the creator of The simpsons, you know the the one thing documentaries could do better is is explain themselves because you'll see and you know it's probably like Netflix fault or what have you or whatever video streaming you do but uh, the The documentary will be uh, called uh, "What's the Buzz?" A documentary about a man who raises bees. Mm-hmm. And you think I have no particular right. interest in bee raising? Then it turns out to be you know a, a guy who had three blo- limbs blown off in you know Iraq. And he raises bees and has come up with an innovative way to thing, and then he opens a school for whatever the hell, and it's, sure. it's incredibly life-affirming and beautiful and mind-blowing in the rest of it. What's, what's, the, what's the best documentary you've ever seen? Oh, I've got such a terrible memory. I couldn't think of it. Uh, although, you know, it's funny. The one I was thinking about, oh, what was it Fast, brutal, and incredibly uh, sexy, or what was the name of that? I think that won the Oscar. Yeah, that was the one that, that had three or four different people in their weird the, occupations. The guy who But uh, it wasn't about their occupations, it was about being human. The guy
2: gra- the yeah, the guy who trimmed hedges, sculpted hedges. Right. The right, guy right. who studied the the hairless mole. Yeah. And then there were a couple other dudes. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Uh, OJ Made in America, by far the best documentary I've ever seen, okay. but it's like 19 hours long or something right. crazy. Uh, a quicker one to watch is the six days to air. It's the, the time it takes from a, a South Park
4: episode to go from idea to finished
0: product. I'd be it's interested six in that. Days. Yeah, it's that would be terrific. Fascinating.
4: Yeah. yeah, it's funny. This is how my brain works. I couldn't swear to you I've ever seen a documentary other than the one I did because I couldn't name it. But if you showed me a list of the documentaries I've seen, I could tell you all about them. But That's my brain.
2: R-Chrome is my favorite all-time, not that anybody asked, but
4: uh, I think that won the Oscar also. That was terrific. Yeah, see, I saw that one.
2: Which also wasn't just necessarily about a guy who draws cartoons, it was about his... his and his brother talking about their incredible, incredible dysfunctional family and growing up in it.
4: Right. And and finding a measure of happiness amidst the unhappiness and how some people find it and some don't. And
2: how R. Crumb became an incredibly successful, famous cartoonist. His brother, just one notch crazier, right? just couldn't function in society at right. all.
4: Yeah. Yeah. Wow. incredibly and they're both pretty,
2: pretty out there. Yeah. yeah. That's, that's a good show.
4: Yeah. Yeah. Um... Those of you old enough to remember Arkham's work are probably chucking, well, chuckling to that yourselves. That was before was, my day. I had never yeah.
2: even heard of it in my life when I watched that. So it had nothing to do with that.
4: Yeah. So uh, Matt Groening, mm. the creator of The Simpsons, has weighed in on the Apu controversy. He said, um, they asked if he had any thoughts on the criticism of Apu as a stereotype. He said, not really. I'm proud of what we do on the show. And I think it's a time in our culture where people love to pretend they're offended. And he declined uh, to comment any further. Aren't um, you know? It's funny. This New York Times article uh, makes casual reference to the. Uh, um, oh, what's there's a there's a phrase here I found incredibly prejudicial. Uh, it has to do with the the mockery of a poo and the rest of it. He's actually on the show quite an affectionate character. I don't recall him really being mocked ever. He's smart. He's tough, according to the show wiki. He's like incredibly highly educated, hardworking, successful, and I don't yeah, remember exactly. anybody mocking him. Uh, reasonable. I- he's like the voice of. He just has an Indian accent. Yeah. And, and he runs a convenience store.
2: Okay, I get it. Also, Indian Americans are one of those groups that do incredibly well in America. Better than the average white person, I think. So, the, it, so you know, there you go.
4: Yeah, I, yeah. But anyway, you know, it's it's tough to comment as a not Indian yep. American on Apu. Uh, you know, there are days today, I'm a, I'm a bald
2: man like Homer. I don't appreciate that stereotype of being a fat doofus. Mm. A little... Cuts a little close to home.
4: Yeah. So, um... There are days, today is one of them, the next one will probably be in 2023, that I think it'd be good to take phone calls on the show because the whole taking off your wedding ring for a job interview yep. thing. Yeah. Got a bunch I, I wish the ones gals ones. Had, had set me straight immediately on that because I, I was so wrong, and that's such a great insight that they shared. And Well, I didn't even think of your conclusion you leaped to, so I think it says something about you. Well, it it may, Homer. I mean, Jack. Dough, <laughs> um, uh, so, but yeah, and and I I would love right now to talk to uh, folks of Indian descent. What do you think of apu?
2: Um, I I can easily see why you'd say it's not a positive in any way. So if I could choose, we wouldn't have apu.
4: Who needs the quickie mart?
5: I do.
2: A <laughs> um, great, great oh. musical oh, episode. Oh
4: God!
5: Yeah. By the way, we got
2: we, we got another. Um, I don't wear my wedding ring to job interviews. From because a woman. you're a harlot,
4: a temptress. Hoping doing it again. Imply yeah. to your boss yeah. that you're sexually available.
2: Oh, now, nobody's saying that. <laughs> it's either they're af- they're afraid that I'll make that that I because you know a lot of good moms do make their family a priority over their work. Yes, and you should. Or you're going to get get pregnant, and then so you've those complications and health care costs and all that sort of stuff. Right. Uh, but this one said, I have a
4: pretty big because ring. Only pregnant, because only married women get pregnant. Back to you. This one said, <laughs> I have
2: a pretty big ring, and a lot of women are jealous and get bitchy about that. So.
4: Oh, boy. That's interesting. Yeah, I don't know anything about that. Golly, see, that's a girl thing. I wouldn't right, guess that. Right, right. Yeah, I would. I. <laughs> I yeah. There are so... The, 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 I have never seen a guy's wedding band and thought, oh, my God. Because they're all kind of, you know, similar.
2: Or was angry at him that he was married and I wasn't, hmm. <laughs> which women do sometimes.
4: Yeah, from what I understand. But I, I I'm not going there. <laughs> I'm already in enough trouble <laughs> yes. between my misogyny yes. and defense of APU. Good Lord, I'll probably not be here Monday. Hope you guys have fun at your meetings today. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, I'm sad. Day I gotta meetings. go home. I'm really, really sick. So Trump announced
2: who's going to be on this sports council thing that got started under Obama that I don't remember. What's a sports council? I don't know. uh, Promotes sports somehow. He named, among other people, Dr. Oz to the sports council. Oh, Lord. Oh, God. Dr. Oz should be named
4: nothing but defendant.
2: (laughs) (laughs) In some sort of scam. Yeah, exactly. Pushing this medicine that you claim works. Snake oil.
4: Felonious quackery. (laughs) (laughs) But, uh, yeah, so there you go. I met a guy yesterday. Yes? Seven yes. feet tall. Wow. I figured he had to be in sport, Was but he? he wasn't in sport, hmm. no? Well, oh, that's unfortunate. Oh, yeah. so listen, if you would want to weigh if you want to weigh in on any of the issues or you have an opinion or can enlighten us uh, because you're not so rock-headed as me, perhaps, uh, feel free to email mailbag at armstrongandgetty.com or you can text 415-295-KFTC anytime. Here's your host joe Getty. bang your head my friends michelangelo what's your final
1: thought have a wonderful cinco de mayo this weekend and president bush brought us this clip as well happy cinco de mayo and now it's my pleasure to introduce one of mexico's great talents garciela beltran
5: there you go Thank you, Mr. President. Marshall Phillips, your final thought? I'm getting ready along with our in-studio Donald Trump, who is decked out in a fine sombrero this morning. Oh, I hadn't even noticed. Yes. We're set for Cinco de Mayo and the Kentucky Derby financial investments already made. Our cardboard
2: cutout of Donald Trump is wearing a sombrero. That's pretty funny
5: to celebrate Cinco de
4: Mayo. Right. It's like Mexican Independence Day. Sure. Positive, Sean, your final thought?
0: Now, SNL is no stranger to hosts who double as musical guests. Britney Spears, Lady Gaga, Justin Timberlake, Drake, they've all done that. But this week, for only the second time in history, the musical guest and the host will be the same person but performing under different names, Donald Glover and Childish Gambino. The only other time it was it has happened, Garth Brooks and Chris Gaines.
4: Mm-hmm. Mm. There's some trivial trivia for you. <laughs> I love Jack. Donald Glover. It's going to be a great show. Uh, Jack, your final thought.
2: Yeah, uh, this is fine with me, but as the father of a couple of young children, the fact that it's Cinco de Mayo, there are pot awards, it's National Naked Gardening Day, and all these other things oh, will, will have no effect on my weekend whatsoever.
4: Just hit him hard with the Benadryl Friday afternoon. and Bring him around Sunday night. <laughs> That's my advice. Uh, my final thought, I bought another machine I get to use this weekend. It's a wood splitter. Ooh. A log splitter. She didn't cut anything
2: off with the chainsaw. You decided to
4: get a wood splitter. Time to move on to the next step. Isn't that just an axe? Doesn't it? uh, No, (laughs) no, Mister Apartment Boy. It's not. So is this? I mean, it could be, but my arms are. Easily tired. <laughs> hmm. I, I fatigued
2: quickly. Armstrong and Getty wrapping up another grueling four-hour workday. So
4: many people to thank. So many logs to split. Go to armstrongandgetty.com. You can get in touch. Email us. Follow us on Twitter, would you? Tweet at us if there's something we ought to be talking about. Send it along. Y'all are great about that because there's so much stuff going on. Man.
2: I've had some unfortunate Cinco de Miles. Oh, boy. And some pleasurable ones. Mm. Or, or both in the same day. Uh-huh. <laughs> That one. <laughs> See you Monday. God bless America.
1: Well, kids, that's all the time we have for today. I'd like to thank Sideshow Mel, Corporal Punishment, Tina Valerina, Owen oh, and from Not Planning, Miss Donna Mills.
0: Oh, she was a sport.
1: We've had lots and lots
0: and lots and lots and lots of fun. Now the time has come. To go.
1: If this still comic was found dead in his bed tomorrow, I'd be in heaven, still doing this show. See you some other time. <laughs>